and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast that covers everything in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, and the best club in the world for that matter. But as we've said before, we are a bit biased. I am your host tonight, Jason Canole, coming to you from Verona, Wisconsin. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason L. Canole, K-N-O-L-L. You can also follow the show on Twitter at H-E-F-Pod, Hey on Track Frankfurt on Instagram, and Facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. If you like the show, give us a like and a review and tell other Eintracht fans about us, as this podcast is by fans for fans. I am flying solo tonight, so you'll have to bear with me. We've got just a few things to cover. First up is, of course, the win this past weekend over Werder Bremen. We had two changes from last week. Uh, Matt had predicted this. If you listened to the last show, Matt had predicted that we would see some lineup changes, and he was right. Uh, the two that we saw, we got Jakic uh, at center back instead of uh, replacing Asebe, and then uh, Knauf playing on the right-hand side there. I thought both of them played great. Jakic was in the right place at the right time for that first goal, passing it back in the box where, of course, as we saw, it came off Friedel, but still, right place, right time. He was also, I felt, solid back on defense. He cleared a lot of the balls that came into the box and basically just held the line there, um, preventing you know, Werder Bremen from having a significant number of shots. Um, in fact, Nicholas Fulkrug, I think, only had one shot on goal the entire match. Um, as far as Ansgar Knauf, uh, made a number of runs into the box, one of which he got ahead on, um, but uh, it went straight to Pavlenka. Uh, and then, of course, he had the assist for Kolomuani to score that second goal. Uh, at one point, he also did a really nice job tracking back to help on defense and made a crucial tackle just inside our box. So both great subs. Uh, we'll see if they remain in the lineup for Tuesday's Champion League match against Napoli or if uh, Glasner has something else up his sleeve. The other two big stars for me in the match against Bremen were uh, Philip Max and uh, Jibril So. So pretty much just gobbled everything up in the midfield. Um, and late in the match, had a few shots. In fact, he led the team with three shots. Um, but I thought in the midfield, he was just absolutely stellar. As for Max, <clears throat> made a lot of great runs to push up the field, played a number of balls into the box, two of which, of course, led to goals, one off the free kick, and then uh, just a cross, which, uh, you know, Kolomuani got the head on, and then Knauf got the rebound, passing it back. Um, if you take a look at the statistics, you'll see that in the first half of the match, we were overwhelmingly, over 60% of our attack came from that left side with Max. Um, that eventually went down a little bit in the second half, and we ended up with uh, just about 50% overall in the match um, coming from that left side. So sort of reminiscent of when Kostic played for us. Um, of course, Max is not Kostic, um, and you know I think he's doing a great job so far for us. I'm really happy to see how he'll progress uh, for the rest of the season. I did have some concerns over the match. I don't know about all of you, but I felt that Kamada seemed to have a bit of an off match. Um, 
you know, lost the ball a lot, made a number of passes that were intercepted. I mean, he had that run um, where, you know, Goetze around the 12th minute made that pass um, and Kamada was pretty much in. Um, and I, I felt he should have scored. I don't know if the ball bounced, um, but I felt he should have scored. And he's now around eight matches or so without a goal. Um, I was also a bit surprised that Oliver Glasner waited about 15 minutes after that second goal to make the first substitutions, especially with the Champions League coming up in just a few days. Um, I was surprised that maybe, I was thinking that maybe he would have made the substitutions a little bit earlier after that second goal. Um, but, you know, other than that, no other big concerns. You know, similar to previous discussions we've had in the podcast, I think we do need more depth at uh, center back. You know, Hasebe, of course, is getting up there and can't be playing three matches in a row. Um, and once he's gone, we're, we're done down to, you know, the three that we currently have. Um, I'm looking forward to Toure getting back um, healthy uh, so that he can provide us with some depth there. But I think definitely this summer we'll be looking for uh, at least one center back, if not two. Uh, and of course, you know, definitely need to talk about Randall Kolomuani. Um, The man is just on fire. Uh, he is uh, the first Eintracht Frankfurt player since they've been keeping stats to reach double figures for both goals and assists in a single Bundesliga season. So if you've been keeping track, you know he's got 10 goals and 10 assists. Um, as much as I would love to see him stick around uh, after this year, that remains to be seen. Um, you know, so next up for us in the Bundesliga is Leipzig. Um, so that will be, of course, a, a great match next week. Um, but other than that, let's take a break and talk a little bit about what we are drinking. I am the only one doing this right now. So, but I am drinking a nice Cabernet Franc Rosé, a little bit different than the Chapelle Carmelite uh, beer that I had. Last week, uh, tonight is just a, a, a nice, easy glass of wine. The Frauen are currently on an international break, so there's no Frauen Corner today, which means we can move right along and talk a little bit about the upcoming match, Champions League match, this Tuesday, the 21st, against Napoli. Napoli are, you know, I'm sure most of you know, are on just absolute tear in Serie A, the Italian League. Um, of the 23 matches they've played this season, they have a record of 20 wins, two draws, and only one loss. And they are 15 points ahead of second place, Inter Milan. Um, that's just amazing. They also have two of the top four goal scorers in Serie A. Um, Osimhen leads Serie A with 18 goals, but interestingly enough, he has only one goal in the Champions League in the six matches that they've played. Now, what's really interesting about their Serie A matches is when they score their goals. So of their 56 goals they've scored so far in Serie A, 26, so just about half, have come in the last 15 minutes of each half. Uh, they scored 13 goals in the last 15 minutes of the first half and 13 goals in the last 15 minutes of the second half. So when we're talking about you know squad depth for Frankfurt, um, this is where I think we might have a little bit of concern 
Um, I also felt that, you know, after we made those substitutions, Aladu and Bore didn't look particularly sharp. Um, so, you know, that's going to come into play, I think, you know, this Tuesday. Now, in the Champions League, Napoli lead the competition with 20 goals. They're also quite stingy on defense. They haven't allowed a lot of shots in the competition. Um, in fact, their goalkeeper has only had to make 17 saves in six matches, and they've only allowed six goals. They do have two players tied with four goals apiece in the competition, so it'll be curious for me to see if Glasner returns to Hasebe at center back to bring some sort of calm and uh, leadership and experience, or if he'll go with Jakic at uh, cornerback. Finally, um, concerning the Champions League match, it looks like there will not be any choreo for, from the ultras for the match. Um, there appears to be some concern from the fire brigade. Um, and so the choreo that they had wanted to do, it looks like that that has been put on hold. And that brings us to the Pokal. So the draw for the DFB Pokal uh, was uh, today, Sunday. And Eintracht Frankfurt will be hosting Union Berlin on either the 4th or the 5th of April. The Eisern are currently third in the Bundesliga table, tied with Dortmund and Bayern at 43 points each, um, but Union are behind on goal differential. You may recall that Frankfurt beat Union 2-0 on match day 8, um, and in that match, of course, uh, Kolomuani had his two yellows. We will play them again prior to the Pokal match. We'll play them on match day 25, which is March 19th. Um, we'll have a week after that where we'll play Bochum on match day 26th, and then we will have the Pokal match. <clears throat> Other draws in the Pokal, Nuremberg will host Stuttgart, Leipzig host Dortmund, and Bayern will host Freiburg. So if you're paying attention to the Bundesliga table, you'll know that the top six teams are still in the DFB Pokal competition, in addition to Nuremberg and Stuttgart. Finally, in some other news for Eintracht Frankfurt, Paxton Aronson scored the winner in the U21's 2-1 victory this weekend. So it's good to see that he's uh, producing. Looking forward to see what happens in the future for him. And Sebastian Roda, uh, the reason that he wasn't on the bench uh, is that he had the flu. And it is unclear if he will be healthy enough for Tuesday's match against Napoli. That's it for me here. You can follow the podcast on our social media accounts for the latest English language coverage of Eintracht Frankfurt and know that we will be back in with another new episode full of Eintracht news and discussion. Until next time, Forza SKA. Hey, I'm a fan, so I'm a la 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 la.